Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Go. Hey, guys. Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to The Speaking Podcast. I'm joined by my outstanding podcast co-hosts, Jay Black and Jessica Gibson. What's up, guys? Hey, and we're only outstanding because Jess raises the average. If it were just me, it would be disappointingly mediocre, to quote my parents. Uh, disappointingly mediocre. I like that. So we thought we would uh, talk today about bucket list. I was, I was, uh, we did this news story the other day about a guy. I mean, it's, it's a tragic story. A guy's parachute didn't open or malfunctioned or something. It was like bucket list. Somebody in his late seventies jumps out of a plane and, um, and he passed away and, and, you know, not making light of his passing. I think it's horrible. It reminded me actually, Jay, I think you're too young. I know Jessica, you are. No, I remember the news guy. Jim O'Brien. Remember that? Oh my God. I, that, like that has always stuck with me. Jim O'Brien, like this familiar face on, I think it was ABC or at the time, channel six news in Philly. And he was scheduled to, to parachute into veteran stadium to bring the first ball on opening day. And, you know, a week or so early, earlier, he, uh, he died. Same so, thing, parachute didn't open. Scary. So that was for either second or third grade. I was either seven or eight. And here's yeah. where my parents should have stepped in because they didn't. We had one of those, um, remember the parachute guys who come with the parachute? You throw it up and it would pop open and then float yeah. down. Yeah, the yeah. little the little army guy. Yeah. Little army guys with yes, parachutes. Yes, yes, My brother and I were out front playing. I was seven, he was five, or I was eight and he was six. My brother throws it in the air. And the parachute doesn't open, and it just hits the ground. And I turned to my dad, and I was like, Jim O'Brien. And uh, my dad just looked at me. Now, I was eight. I was seven. And it just happened. It was in the news. Too soon. Too soon. But you would have thought someone would have gone, obviously, there's something going on there that we should step into and, and see if we can't cut it off at the pass. Instead, they went inappropriate and moved on. I, I thought it was a pretty good joke in the moment. It's pretty quick for an eight eight year old, but still inappropriate. Now, what would you have had your father do? He would have stepped in and and knocked the comedy right out of you. What What do you think? Well, I don't know. You, if it's you not would have been an accountant today. Like, what would what would that have done? So I <laughs> I currently have my son in a social skills class because he's too much like me. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that a social skills class or just whatever that voice is that tells you, maybe it's funny, Jay, good thought, but don't say it. Inside but, voice. Like inside, inside voice. your own head voice is what just you're saying. A, just a voice like a Jiminy Cricket that just sits on your frontal lobe and goes, just doesn't even say anything. Just gives like a, like a shake of the head like, mm-mm, no, not that one. Uh, that would have saved me a lot of trouble through the last uh, 45 years. Jessica, your parents grew up in the area, right? In the like Jersey Central. I'm South, sure they've Philly. heard about this guy. Yeah, I feel like I've heard about him myself. Yeah, I, it just it, it's still to this day. I'm I'm it's jarring to hear because I'm like this guy had everything in front of him, and 
I, I like to me jumping out of a plane. No way. No Neither way. of you have done it. No, never done it. No, I didn't have to do it in the Marines. We did rappelling and you know they, they, they like off of high platforms, but never had to jump out of a plane. I'm very happy to say. I, mean, I, so I, I, you know, I would have, but I wouldn't do it for fun. You've done I've it. Done, I've done it twice for fun. It's an exciting little Sunday morning pre-brunch uh, activity. Mm. And uh, I realized you like sign away your life insurance policy right. and all this other crazy mm -hmm. stuff. So I was like, well, I better do it now before I have a family and any responsibilities. Great, great <laughs> point. You know, that was one of the things that deterred me. I remember a friend of mine did it. And he's like, yeah, I had to sign a waiver that my life insurance wouldn't kick in because I'm not covered for this. I'm like, that's insane. So there's no time in my life that uh, I'm going to be interested in jumping out of a perfectly functioning airplane. What well, about how those... old was this guy that did it? Uh, who, Jim O'Brien? Or um, I mean, he had to be late 40s, right? He had a family. I mean, he may have been 50. I don't remember now, but he was... He was established. He had been on the air for 10, 15 years. Like he was an established guy, part of the community. Everybody knew him. My friend who had done it was younger and did not have kids. So kind of the same thing, Jessica. Like he didn't he didn't care. He had no one he was responsible for. But I'm like, who? Yeah. Like, what yeah, what do you think that. of those people that go like spelunking and they got like there's like don't go spelunking there, people get lost. Then they go spelunking or they go hiking up in the middle of nowhere. Why do they, they get call lost? hiking in a cave spelunking? I want to know that. I don't What's understand that? that. It's what? Hiking in a cave, right? What is yes. that even? Why, spelunking why is, is that the word? Well, it's cave and, exploration. Well, that's the sound I, your boots make when you step in the water in the cave. Spelunk. Is that it? Yes. Spelunk? But like, why don't you just call it cave hiking? I don't, I don't. Well, I, don't, I mean, I mean, at that point, we only need like 106 words because you could go like, uh, you know, why are you making jokes? You're just laugh talking. Um, yeah. So, I feel for the purpose of this podcast and my sanity, I would prefer to uh, eliminate the word spelunking and and go with cave hiking. All right. So if any you, objection was, to that? Yeah. If, but like they go cave hiking and then they get lost and then there has to be like 2000, uh, you know, rescue crews come out. Right. And they're like using a diamond drill to try to get down to where you are. Part of me just thinks you should before you go to a national park. And, and go cave hiking in a dangerous cave. Similar situation. You sign away any rights for rescue workers to come get you. It's like, hey, you took the risk, pal. You weren't doing it for science. You were doing it for fun. Now you're dead. The problem is that people, like, I remember when uh, Jessica and I were working chasing news during storms and, right, how many times did you hear about the guy that went surfing in the hurricane wave? That's a right? huge thing in New Jersey. Yeah. That's the best time to go surfing. Hey, I just thought right. of a sequel to Psycho Storm Chaser. Psycho Surfer? Psycho Surfer killing idiots that are surfing during a hurricane. <laughs> it, but it always annoyed me because somebody had to risk their life to go get these morons. That's, I, right? I agree with you 100%. Like, you, you know, you sign up to be a rescue worker because you want to help people who are legitimately hurt in an accident. And then there's somebody who decides like, hey, you know what, I'm gonna helicopter into a tornado because I saw on YouTube, it was super cool. And then, you know, the helicopter goes out of control and destroys a house and a, a bunch of uh, first responders have to come and take care of it. No, you, you messed up. They can take care of the house, but you have to die. Do you think that the first cave hiker just got drunk after the cave hike? 
And when he was talking about it, it just sounded like he said spelunking. Could be. You know what? It, I, I I'm think stuck it's on just, it. I'm sorry. I'm back to it. I'm stuck on it. I just think it was like caveman hipsters, right? Because think about it. We're living in caves. So we finally get out of caves in the houses. And now there's a bunch of people going back into caves. It's like people going and listening to records and telling you how much better records are than uh, than CDs or, or digital yeah. music. They're it's like, a warmer sound, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cave hiking is a much warmer experience than being outside. You should really try it. I don't know why we ever stopped. Bunch of assholes. I thought we confirmed hipsters uh, went away during quarantine. They went into their houses, haven't come back out. They're not a thing anymore. Never came out. I don't know. I went into Philly for Mother's Day to get a babka. And uh, I went to like a real... Yeah, I don't know what a babka is. It's like like a chocolate cake that they make like in Amish country. So it's like a German chocolate cake kind of thing. It's not, not a cake. It's like a pastry. Um, and there's apparently... You sure the, that's pronounced correctly? Is it babka? Babka, babka. 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 Baba, babka. Um, What's in it? Is it like buttery croissant type with chocolate? Yeah, it's like if you can imagine like... Um, I think I want one now. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Um, it's like a huge one, though. It's like a loaf. It's like a loaf of sweet bread with all sorts of chocolate stuffed inside of it. Right. So my mother-in-law, that's that's your favorite dessert pastry thing. So we were having brunch for Mother's Day. I drove into Philly to get her like the it's apparently the best babka in the world is in Philadelphia at this one store. And it's like a wait out line. Like even before COVID, it was like you had to wait in line outside. And I'll tell you, the hipsters are back. It's hipster season because I was looking around a lot of rolled up jeans and funky facial hair. And people talking about, like, you know, uh, uh, what stupid albums they're listening to. I was like, ah, I smell hipsters. And knit hats in the warm weather. Yeah. Isn't that the isn't that the signature move? A beanie. Yeah. A beanie, right? Jessica, that is some hat you are wearing. Very nice, very summer attire. You look like you're going through a stroll through some kind of fancy garden. Thanks. It's my big debut of the sun hat. I've never had one before, but... Hmm. Figured Florida, good reason to wear one. How's the weather? Is it nice? It looks sunny. Yeah, can you tell it's kind of raining a little bit right now? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm looking at the palm tree behind you and I'm like, I, I want to be among palm trees. Uh, it's been beautiful weather. We went out on like a air glider boat this morning and saw some gators and osprey. Oh, that's so it's cool. It's beautiful here. That is cool. There's a whole thing. Um, I think it's called the gate. Uh, just we were talking about uh, before we started the uh, my trip to Florida. So mm-hmm. I went all in. I'm going for Memorial Day. Okay. And, uh, and I got an RV, but but I didn't I didn't oh. just rent one. Like I bought one. Where are you and going? I'm going to Naples. Okay, so, other side. So yeah, so I, so I we have friends that live in Naples. So we are we literally I, I got an RV, and. I have now downloaded all of the different apps from like Flying J to Love's Truck Stop. And and it maps out where you can go, where you can fill up with propane, water, dump your waste. It's a whole culture. So now I'm thinking that I may buy a CB radio. Yeah, I think and you should. I, so I, so I, have I gone full on, like have I gone off the deep end, Jay, in your opinion, your assessment, or is this just the normal progression of where my life was going to head anyway. I, I feel like, listen, you're, you're moving into old guy territory 
And this is definite old guy territory kind of thing. Yeah, I like, got the gray. I got the yeah. gray. I want to. I want to <laughs> go somewhere, but I want to bring my house. It's a very old guy thought. So I, I mean, why fight it? Yeah, get the CB radio. Get the trucker lingo down. Listen to Convoy. Well, we got awesome. a great I played, big Convoy. I played the song Convoy at the end of the show today. Great it's very song. Appropriate. I would think there's a lot of truckers used to talk talking on CB radios calling in. So you're used to talking to the same type of people See, already I, every morning. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah. It's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I was actually going to go a step further and I'm going to ask the listeners what my handle should be because I need a handle, of course. So I was thinking I would put that to a vote if I can get, come up with some good ideas. I got to keep the haters from picking the handle. Because I think that oh, could be difficult for me. Like Fire Spadia or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, am I going to be uh, Morning Jersey guy, NJ Morning guy? I don't know. I Did you run it by uh, – Jay didn't have any ideas? Well, Jay, I would have said me? Slaughter Puppy because that was my handle back in high school. <laughs> um, Slaughter <laughs> when I When I first went on – this is before the internet when I was going on BBSs. My friend who hooked me up was like, uh, well, you got to think of a handle. And at the time, I had just been like, I had a notebook full of ideas for like the worst, like biker names. And the worst one I could think of was Slaughter Puppy. So I was like, all right, that's what I'll go with, Slaughter Puppy. And then for four years, that's what I was known as to like my cadre of internet. Well, I say internet, but this is before the internet friends. So that you, I bestow it to you, Bill. You can have Slaughter Puppy if you want it. You know, the question is going to be at what point like, do I, I was thinking of just going with my name. Like I have no reason to be anonymous. Mm. What if no, you're talking about, fun. what if you're talking about Smokies? You're, and a like, valid point. You, Smokies. No, I learned another one. Wait a minute. I think it's called the Gator and it's a whole term and it is, it, it exists because trucks hit alligators. Oh, Oh no! How about that? Who knew that? Later, I got now. I got to look this up. Gator talk CB. There's a whole language. Bill, can, do you know if like letting people know about Smokies is uh, is illegal? Because uh, I used to date a cop, and her dad was a cop, and he said that one of his favorite things to do was like uh, wait until somebody flashed the lights. If uh, if they were letting someone yeah. know that a cop was do you there. still flash the lights if you pass a cop? When I passed it after I passed the cop, if yo, you yeah. pass the cop to let people know coming the other way, one hundred percent, always. Yeah, I I do too, and I'm 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 pro law enforcement, but I, I feel like you know, did that anymore. I you know I do. I never that's a get great it. question. I never I do see it. anyone do it. I do it all the time. But I do it all the time too. Do you, oh my god, is this another old guy thing? I know oh. what it is. I just thought people stopped doing it because I don't. No one ever. I never see anyone doing it for me. It's fun. there. There have been lawsuits, I believe, and people have gotten themselves in trouble. But my understanding is it's been upheld that you. Um, I don't think you can get in trouble for that, but I don't know. Well, my, I'd love to I, find I'm out. Say the girl that I was dating, her dad was a beat cop, and he would pull people over if he saw him doing that. So he really? he he was told me never do it, which of course made me want to do it more. Uh, but I yeah, see. but no. see, because my whole thing about. Like, this is the, the thing about speeding, is speeding is not inherently wrong. Speeding is dangerous for other people. So it's not like you want to punish people for speeding. Ideally, all you want them to do is slow down. 
So it's a, if you it's a public service announcement on the highway, right? So if your goal is, to, it's like you know how they put up those signs that tell you how fast you're going. They that has been that has been known to slow people down, not because they think they're going to get in trouble, but because they go, oh, I had no idea I was doing fifty and a forty. Let me slow down. So I just flash light, let people know, hey, you might want to slow down. There's a cop there. Public service, Bill. You're right. All right, wait. I have an update. I have an update. See, I'm I'm still I'm still a novice at this, so I'm learning. A gator apparently is not has nothing to do with an actual alligator. It has to do with the blown tire that you see. You know the tire shreds you see in the in the highway. Oh, yeah. like the back of an alligator. Yeah, how about Got that? It. All right. See, you guys are going to learn so much after this trip. I'm also thinking of continuing my Facebook Live because I'll be driving through the night. Can you set it up so that you don't have to hold your phone? I was thinking that. I, I I don't know. It depends on where the CB is going to go. And I've got a like Amazon has a range. It's from like fifty dollars to five hundred dollars. And I don't want to have any parts that I have to connect and everything else. So so I'm looking at one that's handheld, um, but it uses nine batteries, and I'm pretty cheap. And I kind of believe that I'm going to end up using a hundred batteries on the trip. So yeah, I've got get one more that plugs in. Doing the CB. I was thinking that. I don't see yeah, but then I, the ones that plug in need an outside antenna. So now you're getting to the next level of CB. You're going right. from the portable antenna to now what am I like? I'm putting it on the top, the magnet. I mean, it's it's already I'm in an RV. You add the CB antenna to it, it's it's a lot. How big is oh, the, yeah. the 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 RV, Bill? Are we talking like bus size? No, relatively small. Twenty four feet. Twenty four okay. range. Does that count as a Winnebago then? What is the cutoff? Uh, so, so good question. That's a brand, <laughs> which I've learned. And oh. this one is a Coachman, which is a brand, but it's built on a Ford truck chassis. Mm. So it's essentially a Ford 350 van. And it does it like have a, a bed? To me. It does. It sleeps three comfortably. Wow. Yeah. So Full if you shower, and your wife meet a third. Bathroom. I'm so well glad said. my dad is not trying to talk me into doing this right now. That sounds awful. You need to tell your dad that, that I got the RV because he's going to think about it. And I will be happy to share pictures and video. I, I am taking an RV class. That's, you need a license That's my for reality. It? Well, no, because it drives similar to my, my pickup. But this is like how to use everything. The function of the, the inverter and the solar panels. It, it's independent. It's the first um line that's come out that is totally off the grid you don't have to connect to any landline it's got its own wi-fi electricity the uh, the, the batteries are charged by the solar panels on the roof so you drive all day it charges it and then you can turn the engine off and keep everything running for the next eight hours at wow. night how about that that's really cool i i, I would i wanted one for my uh my touring and then uh there was no touring so uh, I I look for, I look at a distance in jealousy of you, Bill. Well, well I will so be renting I, it out in a year when I'm sick of it. Yeah, I'm down here in Florida and no one's wearing masks whatsoever. So I would think touring would start up again soon. I think so too. I, I, I they tell me that south of Richmond, it's uh, it's pretty much back to normal. So, well, Philly's so. opening up in July. Uh, New York is opening up in June. Uh, I don't know if Vegas is up and running, but I know it will be by September because I just got booked out in Vegas in September. So that'll be my, unless something else comes along, that'll be my first 
taking a plane, going out and doing a gig like I always did kind of thing. So I think we'll be back to normal by middle of next year. I think it takes another year for now in, in these places. Like, I think, I think you're right, Jessica, everybody that lives in Florida that I've talked to. And it's funny because my listenership is growing in Florida because so many New Jerseyans have moved out. It's amazing. I would say mm-hmm. I get a Florida call almost every day. Wow. They still, that's cool. Well, yeah, they take, I yeah. tell we're you, up to almost the, 20% on the app. The weather right now is just intoxicating. It's like, I would definitely right? move down here, especially this time of year. It's really nice out. All right. So describe the humidity, though. That's my big issue with Florida. I, and I think I don't know if it's worse on the Atlantic coast or the or the Gulf Coast. But I feel like like I did training for uh, it was a period of a year. There were all these startups in Miami that were working with our company. And I did the training and I would die. Like, like Miami is the hottest place on the planet. It's a little humid, but there's air conditioning. So don't be a big baby. Do you have that? Do you have air conditioning here? My mom lived in St. Petersburg for some of her years in exile. And I went down to visit her a few times. And at least in my experience, it was suffocating from the time the sun went up to about four. Then there was a thunderstorm. And then it was nice for like two hours. And then it was bedtime. That that was my, my arc of Florida. So if you're good for those two hours, I mean, those are great two hours. But the other time... I don't like humidity at all. I lived in Houston for a while, and that was just basically like if a mosquito came to life, that's what Houston would be. Uh, so Florida, I found just a little too muggy for my taste. See, I liked Houston. I liked Houston better than Miami. Yeah. Well, when did you? When were you in Houston? Were you there in the summertime? I was there in the summer for the Republican National Convention back in ninety. I don't remember ninety six, maybe, mm. maybe ninety six, ninety. Two, I, I, honestly, I can't. Re- I know it's stupid. I can't remember. Uh, wait, let me think for a second. Would have been ninety-two. I think we were in Houston. We were. All, we and almost crossed paths. Bill, how about that? When were you there? Yeah, it was ninety-two, I- right? So Bush was running for re-election, and uh, and I was the the national youth coordinator, and I did all the eighteen to twenty-nine year old vote night. I camped out there for a month. I loved it. Everybody else was like, ah, oh, it's too hot. I loved Houston. I thought I spent it was the, a great city. I spent the fir- the first Gulf War in Houston. I landed, I landed the day that fighting started, and then I left sometime after it ended. And that was enough. I was good. It's Canada, Jay. You're supposed to go to Canada, not Houston. I, well, I was 14. I wasn't worried about getting drafted. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I remember that a lot of the folks that I worked with in, in Miami said that even Venezuelans and South Americans who, who moved to Florida think Miami's too hot. Yeah, but but you know the 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 Atlantic coast and north. I guess if you're so Jessica, would you say you're an hour north of Jupiter? Yeah, I don't know. It's almost perfect. Like, how are the beaches? Was it, did you go in the ocean? Yeah, it was warmer last night. At the end of the day, when the ocean had cooled down, it's warmer than Jersey ever gets. All right, now does Chase love Florida? Uh, I mean, for a week in May when it's not a zillion degrees, okay. sure. <laughs> Uh, he's not moving there. <laughs> right, no. I don't know. Well, I will be passing through on, on the RV. The interesting thing is, um, I don't know, I'm thinking, and now now Michael's going to school in California. So the next trip, th- this is a test trip to see if I can do it and figure out all the different things I need to learn. And then Jody and Michael are flying out to San Diego. I am driving out. So I've got it timed perfectly. Perfectly. 
I've got 48 hours. I'm going to leave here at 11 o'clock on Friday after the show. And I, I get to the RV park, which is right down the street from his school at uh, noon on Sunday. Well, congratulations. Yeah. That's very exciting. You're going to be an empty nester. I know. How about that? How about that? Wild. You so, got to get a bad hobby that no one wants to hear about, but you talk about all the time. I think like the golf. RVing is covering that category. I think the <laughs> fact that I am now an RVer, I am, I am in that camp and I will continue to, you know, I have to tell you though, I brought it up today. Phones blew up. Tons of people. Really? Like I think people, it's one of those things are like, oh yeah, yeah, I want to do that. But they're never going to actually do it. They I had so much it. fun. One of the weddings I went to in the height of COVID, they had it out on like some family property in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And everyone drove RVs up and stayed in RVs the whole time. <laughs> and they had a white awesome. tent out in the field. I it love was that. fun. I love it. I, I think I'm going to love it. I think the problem is going to be finding more time. So who knows? I could end up retiring earlier and just, uh, that's it. I'm in the RV. I'm out. But I told well, Jody, I said, you know, if we love it, in a few years, maybe we upgrade to the bigger RV. You got to get this one a, with a movie production office in it, Bill. I can be on set and be independent. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so is Michael going to go cross country with you guys, or you're going to fly? They're going to no, fly Ma over and so you're going to drive. Michael and Jody are going to fly out, and then they're going to go a week before he has to check in. So whatever he's got to get for his dorm, etc., they're going to get out there. And then whatever he's taking, I'm going to pack up in the RV, drive to San Diego, and then Jody and I are going to drive back and just take our time. Like take so 10 days and go see the country. So you're going to go around the South, like through Texas and stuff? So, Great question. Here's, a, here's my plan. I want to go North. I've spent so much time in the South. I've worked in Texas, worked in Florida. I'm like, I don't know. I want to go North. I've never been to Wyoming and the Dakotas. So I'm going to go up from, from San Diego. I may stop and say hi to Buzz uh, on my way, Jay. Hit what? LA. Buzz Aldrin? Through... Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> <laughs> or Buzz Lightyear, I'm thinking, actually. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm going to head up through Salt Lake City, get to Yellowstone, and then come back through uh, Wyoming, the Dakotas, Mount Rushmore. I've never been there. So I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And I can stay anywhere. I uh I did a cross country. I'm bringing country. the hotel with me. I did a cross country trip when I was uh, 22, and that's the way I went. I went uh, to Chicago, through Minnesota, through Idaho, to Seattle, down to LA, and then I came back the middle route through like Vegas and the Dakotas yeah. and all that. So my timing is that I have to time it so that I get there by noon on Sunday. So I'm going to basically make a left at St. Louis and take Route 40 out to LA and then south to San yeah. Diego. And you're going to come back north, I take it? You'll go come up back to PCH? North. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Because it's only, I th it's it's not high enough that it's prohibited from a lot of the roads. It's not like an 18-wheeler. Right. Because I drove I through the about... Rockies and that, even on the inter the interstate highways in the Rockies, the, you know, the speed limit's 80 miles an hour, but you're like going at a 90-degree angle straight up. Right. And you're like, physics is not working properly. Right. And I, I hate when somebody is like local to an area and they want like I, I remember once I was driving in Maine uh, and the only car that they had for me to rent was like a like a Dodge Neon. And uh, I had regular tires on during a big snowstorm. And there were people behind me who were Mainers who were just like, 
honking on their horn. Like, and I was just like, what I wanted to do was like say, hey, do you see my tires? Like, you can't honk so loudly, physics change. Like, there's only so much friction I'm capable of producing. Uh, it drives me nuts. So be careful on the Rockies belt. That's all I'm saying. So I, one of the things I, I shot for, it took me six months to find the right one. It's four-wheel drive. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, and it's, but again, it's, I think, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. I, 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 um, I take the class on Friday and then pick it up Monday. So I will have all kinds of stories on my trip south in two weeks. You're honestly more prepared for this RV than I was for my first child. I didn't take any classes. <laughs> yeah, they, I know. They just handed me a kid at the end of the two days in the hospital, and they were like, well, hey, good luck. Go. Don't shake don't it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, exactly. You can't return it. No take backs. Yeah. So how do you feel, Jessica? You feel good? Yeah, I, I, have, um, I guess this is technically like a baby moon run right now. Um, and I actually have a bump to show off, so that's exciting. Like, people are treating nice. me like I'm pregnant now. Mm. Except your text was hilarious. Bill texted me, happy Mother's Day. It counts. Right in the middle of the conversation about whether or not I get to be wish happy Mother's Day or not. Ah, nice. So it was hilarious. Because it was I like, some it. people are just telling me, you're not, you're not doesn't count. Like, all right, like, thanks for the information, I guess. What do you say to that? <laughs> That's and then funny. other people are just like, you know, wishing me happy Mother's Day, which I'll take it. Like, why not? I went so, so far as that I wrote about it and uh, and I attached a little clip of that to my to the, to our podcast that we did last week. So I will uh, Bill, I'll, I'll send you guys a link. Quick question. What'd you get your wife for Mother's Day? I bought I, I did two things. I no gifts. We're not gift exchangers, to mm. be honest. But I, I cooked and I made these outstanding steaks. So my mother-in-law lives with us now. She's you know moved in after my father-in-law passed away uh, from Rhode Island, sold her house, and and uh, is with us now in, in uh, New Jersey. So I went to I found this online, like I wanted to see if there was competition with Omaha, and I found a great place. Not not knocking Omaha, but um, uh, Kansas City steaks. Hmm. Fantastic, fantastic. So got that oh, we lost Jessica. meal and and uh, yeah, it was good. So it was all about the food. I, we grazed uh, for a couple hours. I got my wife um, two things. I got her a, I built her a chair to match the couch I built her last year. And then I, uh, I found like, she loves the show Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So I found this place that like finds out exactly the outfits that the person in the show's wearing and you can buy the outfit online. So I bought the outfit from one of the shows and I gave it to her and her response was, oh, that's nice. Thank you. And I realized Mother's Day, like Valentine's Day, is never a day you can win. It's only a day you cannot lose. The whole goal is just, it's like playing for the tie. You're never going to get, oh my God, you're the greatest husband ever, but you will get, you're the worst husband ever if you don't succeed at it. So it is like there's no winning Valentine's Day or Mother's Day, guys. Just don't lose is all you can hope for. Sage advice, Jay. I'm I'm sure uh, you, I, it's surprising you haven't written a book yet. Yeah, I. You know what? Talking about bucket lists, I was trying to figure out what my bucket list was, and I realized my bucket list was be on TV and do stand up. Done. Write and produce a movie. Done. Done. Right. Uh, you know, uh, get on TV to talk politics. Done. Uh, be on the radio. Done. The only thing I haven't done 
is there's two things that I want for my bucket list. One, publish a book. Two, have people sad that I'm dead. If I get those two things, I win. I got that's I got nothing else. So when I publish a book, like if I do it, maybe that's the reason why I'm holding off doing it because after that I die because I got nothing left. It's an interesting point. I don't know how to approach that or address that. Yeah, I mean, once you get your bucket list done, maybe that like you die. So maybe what I'll do is I'll wait till I'm 96, and then I'll then I'll publish the book. See, I didn't know the RV was on the bucket list until I bought the RV. Then I'm like, hey, that sounds like a bucket list thing. Yeah. So now I'm going to go across the country. Jessica, you're too young to think about a bucket list, but there's but I think you've already done a few cool things. I mean, jumping out of a plane is is on a lot of people's list. Well, I feel like the millennial thing to do is put off having kids until you cross a bunch of things off your bucket list. Yeah. And then your life is basically over after that point. Wait, you went inside. Was it too hot? You didn't see me drop. The, the call didn't drop? No, I can, I can only see you or Jay because I'm on my phone. Oh, uh, uh. my phone overheated, so I dropped out for a minute. <laughs> I, that's funny. It was too hot. The sun was too much for the phone. Uh, Even the phone was like too humid. Go inside. I need air conditioning. I can't be in Florida. I just I I can't wait. All right, so guys, we're at time. Um, Great conversation. I appreciate all the well wishes on the uh, the RV, and I'll have a full report in a month. And we are going to regroup talking baby only two days before producer Kristen is due. I'm looking forward to seeing how the last week is for her. Yeah, and then I'll uh, I'll have an RV update. My 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 maiden voyage will have been completed by then, so I suspect there'll be a lot of a lot of material. Fantastic. Good all luck. Right. What, all right, Jessica. Good to see you. Enjoy Florida. Say hi to Chase, and uh, we will regroup soon. Bill, I'll talk Mr. to Black. you. Bye. Talk to you soon. Talk soon. All right. Bye bye. Hey, by the way, wait real quick. Yeah. Uh, what are you up to, Jay? Sixteen thousand five hundred one. Bad. Nice. All right. At our next meeting, we will also hopefully have some news from Lifetime. We shall see. Yes. Well, right. I just got a little stomachache. All right. Oh, (laughs) me too. I'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.